together on security preparations for royal and VIP visits to the city. The two stood beside the gold chairs in the first area of the marquee. I suppose it was bound to happen one day, Bob, said the slim soldier. His accent was that of an Ulsterman, but his harsher tones had been smoothed away by years of military service. All those false alarms, and then when the real thing comes, we don't have a chance to defuse it. You might have that chance yet, Gammy. There's all sorts of stuff lying in there needing to be checked out. There's something else in there, too. Maybe it'll make you and your lads think twice about being heroes. If it doesn't, at the least it'll sure as hell make you careful. The smile left the Major's face. Look out for yourselves, but Gammy, I need the place checked out with all safe speed. I need to get the forensics people in, and I have to get the station reopened as soon as possible, before the effect of train hold-ups ripples all the way down to London. Thank you, Robert. I'll take charge now. The voice breaking in on their conversation came from the entrance to the marquee. Surprised and instantly annoyed, Skinner looked up to see the deputy chief constable in full uniform bearing down on him. DCC Edward McGuinness was in temporary command of the force, in the absence and holiday of the recently knighted Chief Constable, Sir James Proud. Skinner was aware that even at the best of times he was not the deputy's favourite colleague. At the Chief Constable's regular management meetings, he and McGuinness were drawn almost invariably to taking opposite sides in any debate. Now Skinner guessed that to arrive at the disaster scene and find Bob in command, and matters well under control, was more than the other man could bear. Mastering his irritation at McGuinness's rank-pulling, he mustered a smile. "'That's fine, Eddie. I'm glad you're here. Crowd controls for the uniform branch, anyway.' The DCC reddened. "'I'd better fill you in, since you've only just got here.' Still smiling, Skinner seized him by the elbow and led him towards the entrance through the partition. The bang happened through there, some form of explosive. We don't know for sure what, but from the pattern of destruction it could have been Semtex. He ushered McGuinness through into the second area. There have been some casualties, almost all of them superficial, apart from poor Danny there, the DCC had taken a few steps into the chamber, before he realised what lay on the floor. He started back in horror, but Skinner held tight to his elbow and drew him onwards. McGuinness's ruddy face had gone grey. They could be hellish, these crime scenes, can't they, Eddie? I'm glad you're here to take charge of this one. I'll be in my other office if you need me. He slapped the DCC on the back in friendly fashion, then turned and strode out of the marquee. His grim smile broadened.